This program is brought to you by the Living Church Boise. This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. Greetings, Restart Hope family. It is Pastor Joel Sicker from the Living Church Boise coming to you live from the studios of 941 The Voice. Have you ever been in a place where it seemed like God was against you? It seemed like you have done something to upset God, and now you're having to face His wrath. It seems like life is falling apart, and the season you're in, you're trying everything you can do to get back into God's good graces, but nothing seems to be working. Well, in the next few minutes that I have with you, I want to talk to you about this very specific heartache that you and I face when it seems like God just cannot be found in the pain and the hurt of your life. This is an issue that many face. And a while back, I preached through a series in the book of Job over 12 weeks, and the series was called When God Cannot Be Found. It's brought hope, peace, and it's encouraged many believers to trust God even when it seems hard to hold on while your life is falling apart. Well, starting on Monday, you will be able to listen to this very series right here on Restart Hope every weekday at 4 p.m. on 941 The Voice. And in the end of this program, if you stay tuned, I'll let you know how you can listen to the whole series for free in its entirety. Well, if you've been through a series like what I explained, when it seems like God just cannot be found, you need to know that at some point in your life, if you've not gone through these ups and downs, you will It's a part of life. We all go through seasons where we feel torn up, where we feel broken down, where it seems like everything you do, God's just not in it. But while we go through the ups and downs of life, you need to know that we won't have to go through it alone. We have an almighty sovereign God who will absolutely walk with you. In the few minutes that I have with you, I want to leave you with three tools that will help you right now to start the process of turning your sorrow into joy, even when it seems like God cannot be found in the context of your pain. You see, the Bible tells us that a man named Job, he lived, he was a righteous man, he was devoted to God, and he didn't want in any way to walk away from the plans and the purpose that God had for him. Job chapter 1 verse 1 says, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless He was upright and he feared God and turned away from evil. What a great guy. He was blameless. That is, nobody that he did business with actually was able to find any fault with him. He made sure that every dealing that he had was spot on. Nobody could come back a few weeks later, a few months later and find fault with what Job was doing. He was also upright. That means he had his priorities right. And he was one who had holy reverence before God, and he did not let his lifestyle in any way cause him to walk away from the plans and purposes of God. What a great guy, right? But in a thrilling series of events, we find Job not as the perfect picture that a righteous life should display. Instead, we find him broken down. That's right. He loses all his children. They all die. His businesses go bankrupt. He's lost all his money. And his health is quickly fading. And we find him in the book of Job. He's sitting on an ash heap, scraping his sores with a piece of broken pottery. Now, you don't have to have such a huge, dramatic turn of events in your life for you to feel what Job is feeling. Many of us have experienced profound losses in this life. 
you don't have to be a minister or a pastor in a church to encounter stories of profound loss. Neither do I have to sit here and paint a picture of a person who's lost everything they worked hard for. We see this in our day-to-day life. People walk through profound pain and agony. Recently, I've noticed that as I get older, it just takes one sneeze for me to fall to my knees because my back is given out. And apart from just your daily growing old pains or the sin around you that's causing you to feel the pain, we experience life that just brings us down. I've spoken to parents who've had to stand at the burial site of the child. You talk about tremendous loss. Man, you see it written all over their face. What do you do in a season where it feels like life is falling apart and you cannot find the, the hands of a gracious God in your life? We all, to a certain extent, have experienced a sense of pain and loss and can find ourselves trying to make sense of it. And that's when we ask the question, where is God in all of this? And sometimes it seems like God has hidden himself. The first thing I want to encourage you with is this. Even when life seems to be falling apart, you need to know that God is still in control. Let me say it again. No matter what is happening in your life right now, no matter where the seams are coming apart in your life, you have to know that God is still in control. Sure, it might not feel that way. You might not want to actually believe this right now because it's better just to sit on and give up. But you need to know that God is still in control. Bring it back to our friend Job that we're using as an example this evening. When you look at his life, he did everything right. But yet his circumstances were just totally falling apart and spiraling out of control. And it wasn't happening to Job because God had lost control over Job's life. Job was not going through this turmoil because Satan had won authority over the Almighty God. In fact, Job was still very much under the careful eye and hand of God. Brother and sister in Christ, I have no idea what it is that you're walking through right now. But I know that the sovereign almighty God knows exactly where you are. And he knows the pain that you carry that nobody else can understand. He hears the groanings of your heart that nobody else can make sense of. He understands the pain that you have that words cannot be put to. But I want to encourage you this evening. Give it into God's hands. Lean on him. Why? Because he is a God who's fully in control and no one can take that control away from him. In fact, tonight before you go to bed, Can I challenge you? This is something that I've had to do multiple times in my life. And if it's on your phone, do it on your phone. If you're comfortable writing it down, write it down. Write down the things that you need to surrender to God and say, Lord, forgive me for trying to be in control of the situations. And I need to give it into your hand, knowing that you're the God that's always in control. Number two, even when it seems like Job's life was an absolute disaster, God was still teaching Job. That's right. Job learns more about himself and he learns so much about God while he's going through this crazy season of his life falling apart. There are certain seasons that God will have to walk us through for us to learn things that a comfortable life cannot teach. Now, I know there are many people who ridicule such lessons in Christianity They make fun of God. They make fun of people who trust God while we're going through hard times. And maybe you're walking through a very similar season. Don't forget, we're living in a world of real wickedness surrounds us all around. And sin in this world will try to compel you to be the God of your own life. 
but don't forget who's in control. And don't let the ridicule of such people cause you to stop learning the lessons that God is wanting to teach you as you walk through these hard times. I can speak of firsthand experiences of how God taught me about myself and about himself that I would have never learned unless I had to go through that wilderness that God had to walk me through. You know, growing up in India, I've been homeless in India. I've had to walk through a broken family. I had to walk away from, I had to be hungry for multiple days at a time. But I don't ever look back at my life and regret the things that I had to walk through because it's in those dark times I saw the light of Jesus shine the brightest. And today, where I am with my wife and my children and the church, I'm able to stand up in faith because I've seen this God who's in control stretch out his mighty hand and begin to rescue and begin to guide and begin to teach. And the beauty is, no matter how long you live, no matter what your life experience is, we all are still students of the great master who's teaching us lessons, real lessons in a very real life about a very real God. Job, in the end, comes with such a rich, intimate understanding of God that even today, thousands of years later, we're able to glean lessons from his life. I want to challenge you, do not waste the season in your life, but put your suffering to work. Learn more about who our almighty sovereign God is. And before I give you the third tool that you could use to turn your sorrow into joy, I want to invite you to come worship with us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We in and out see people who are walking through areas in their life where they need breakthrough. And I'm so glad that God's given us a church where we can be there to help people fix their eyes on Jesus no matter what they're walking through in their life. The church is called the Living Church Boise. We meet right there at the base of Bogus Basin Road at 10 a.m. If this message is speaking to you, I would love to meet you in person and pray for you and encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus. All right, are you ready for number three? So number one was, if your life is falling apart, Know that God is still in control and give him everything that you're holding on to. Number two, do you remember? God is still teaching you no matter what you're walking through. Learn lessons. Put your suffering to work and learn lessons about God and learn lessons about yourself. Are you ready for number three? Here we go. Even when it seems like life is hard, do not let hardships steal your worship. That's right. The enemy of your soul wants you to turn against God the same way that he did. He will want you to turn your sorrows, your hardships as anger, as hatred towards a God of love. We see Job as a beautiful example even today that challenges us to be true to the God who blesses him. And if God's blessed you and brought you this far, don't let your hardship make you turn against the God who has blessed you so far. In fact, hardships and suffering test our affection for him, our devotion to him. Do not let these times, these seasons, turn your heart hard towards God. He is the only one who is greater than your struggle. And it's only when you stay close to him, you'll be able to make sense of the season that you're walking through. In fact, people who turn their hearts hard towards God when, when life gets hard, it causes them more harm. Because in essence, they're saying, my hardship is greater than God. But look at Job. It says in Job chapter 1, verse 20, Then Job arose, he tore his robe, he shaved his head, he fell on the ground and worshipped. I'm so glad that it doesn't say he fell to the ground and cursed God. He shows his grief, he shows his sorrow, but he doesn't let his heart dictate his hatred towards God, but he lets his heart turn to worship towards God. 
I want to challenge you to worship in sorrow, worship in joy, worship in freedom, worship in your wilderness, worship in your sackcloth, worship when you're sick, worship in shackles or without, but don't let anything steal your worship. Worship is you giving worth to God. Look at beautiful verses that Job uses as worship towards God. He says, naked I came to my mother's womb and naked I shall return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Would you be willing to say that this evening with me? Blessed be the name of the Lord, no matter what you come through. And as the time on this program comes to a close, I want to invite you to come continue this time of worship with us. Sundays, 10 a.m. I want to encourage you to keep trusting God till the breakthrough comes. If this message is speaking to you, I want to hear from you. You can find various ways to connect with us on our website, livingchurchboise.com. Don't forget, God is in control. God is teaching us about himself. Do not stop worshiping. Make a note of it tonight of every area where the enemy is using in your life to steal the worship of you giving worth to God and causing you to give worth to every other heartache and pain in this world that surrounds you. And I believe that as you begin to worship, you will see the victory of God step into your life. It says in the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 22, in all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. Instead, he turns his life around. The book of Job is 42 chapters. But you know what? You might be right there in the middle or starting the 42nd chapter of your life right now. Keep on worshiping. Keep on learning through this hardship. And don't forget that God is in control. Write to me livingchurchboise.com. You'll be able to find ways that you can keep in touch with us. If you're in the Treasure Valley area, we'd love to meet you in person Sundays, 10 a.m. at the Living Church Boise. We're a church that started just a couple of years ago, and God has been blessing us. We've seen the gospel spread in beautiful ways, watching disciples of Jesus being made, and new believers coming to know Jesus every single week. If you're looking for a church, I really want to invite you to come meet me in person, get to know who we are here in this valley, and join the kingdom work that God's calling us to do. I really hope to see you there. Once again, our website is thelivingchurchboise.com, thelivingchurchboise.com. 